five reasons why men push good women away. So in this video, you will discover what is the mystery behind men actually looking for the bad woman, right? Like, like why is he taking the good woman for granted, even though he says he's looking for the good women? Hey, I'm Antje Boyd, founder and creator of the Magnetizing Man Method. And look, this is the channel where we magnetize your man so that the man you want, desires, and hello pursues you forever. Of course, don't forget, like, comment, share, and subscribe for more juicy videos coming your way that help you to attract that right man for you. And of course, listen all the way through the very end because I will have a surprising support bonus for you that you will want to know about. This could really break the mystery for you. So let's go ahead and dive right into the five reasons why men push good women away. And I love those because those are things that you normally don't think about. Number five is imbalanced archetypes. So when I talk about archetypes, what I mean is that there are several different energies inside of a man, right? So the man has a wild man, he has like the little boy, a king, and so on. He has like many different energies. And what can happen is that some of those energies are actually in favor of a long-term relationship, right? Like he wants to have kids, he wants to build his kingdom, and so on. However, there's other archetypes inside of themselves that have not gotten the attention that he would like to get, right? So maybe he hasn't played the field enough, right? So maybe his little boy has not gotten all the attention that he desired to have, right? And this could be for many different reasons. This could be because he had to grow up really fast. As a matter of fact, um, back in the day when I started my journey here in the US 17 years ago, and um, we met this really, really powerful, successful lawyers. And, you know, they were like uh, graduating from Yale and Harvard and Princeton and all the things. However, in their late 30s, they were behaving like 16-year-olds, right? So very clear because they were just pushing themselves and they were so strong and they were going so hard with their warrior archetype, that warrior energy that's like worker, like hard worker, right? Like getting the A's in school, never missing like anything so that they can succeed in their career. That then finally, when they have that career, they're finally let loose, right? So this is like a real really great example of imbalanced archetypes. So even though this man has like a very stable career, it's very successful, actually not ready for a relationship because he hasn't activated and played like with the archetype of the inner boy. Number four is he's not prepared to provide. And I know what you want to say. You want to say, well, but Antje, I'm successful, right? I'm highly achieved. Like he doesn't have to necessarily worry about this every single time, but he does, right? If he sees you being like successful, being a doctor, being achieved, having your own business, you know, having your own company, all those things, right? Being a C-suite um, executive, and then along comes him, like maybe reinvented himself for the third time in his career, or maybe he's a spender, not a saver, right? So he needs to invest more money um, to actually afford a house or, right, whatever it is, you know? Um, but he doesn't feel prepared to provide, right? He is not feeling like he's actually can be the king 
to the queen that you deserve. Like you're, you're the queen, right? So you deserve a king. And he knows, look, I'm not there yet, right? And this is really interesting because that I encountered too, like several, several years ago before I met Maspin Brody, where this particular man was not ready for that kind of commitment, right? Like he was, he still also wanted to still have fun, but he also was still sort of like in this phase of like building his kingdom, right? Like, like accumulating the wealth, you know, like and getting everything, a financial foundation in place that then, of course, allows him to be an equal partner for you so that you actually can respect him, right? Like you see, for men, it's so important to be respected. I know it's so important for you to be respected as well, but for men specifically, right? Because from an ancestral standpoint, they are the provider, right? So if you don't respect them, uh, it's really bad. You know, they really encounter a really high level of shame and that causes them to you know, shut down, get emasculated, lose drive, all the things. And he knows he doesn't want to put you in that position. So therefore, he pushes you away. Now, number three should be a little bit from more familiar to you if you've been following me on my channel. And that is the avoidant attachment style, right? So, you know, the thing is with avoidant men, it's not about like you can be the best woman in the world he is going to run out his pattern. And his pattern is based on like being scared of closeness, intimacy, right? And feeling safe when they have space, when they have some distance, when there is irregularity, when there's inconsistency, right? Why? Well, because then he doesn't feel like you rely on him and he's accountable to you. The minute he is consistent, you're now counting on that consistency and that makes him feel trapped. You know, this is really interesting because when my husband and I got married and we did our what we call shadow ceremony, which means admitting your deepest, darkest fears to each other and then ultimately also to the congregation, right, to your friends and families that attending, he actually said that his worst fear was to be trapped, Right. And so this is the same is true with the avoidant attachment style. So when they feel, wow, things are getting really intimate, they're getting emotionally really like, you know, vulnerable. Right. And he starts to really share things that he normally doesn't share. And all those things like he starts to push you away because when he was a child and he wanted actually that closeness, it was not met. Right. Like we always say with avoidant attachment styles, what uh, most often happens is that the primary caregiver, which is, of course, most often the mom, doesn't always have to be, but most often it is, um, didn't give them any attention. Right. So it could be like like just a bland mom, like a non-emotional mom, an empathic mom, maybe somebody who was on drugs, things like that, or an overdoting mom. Right. When you have an overdoting mom then you will want the opposite because you feel so trapped. You can't make your own decisions. You're being stopped in your own agency, in your own fire, right? And of course, takes away your individuality, which of course the man will not love. So there's a couple of different reasons why those avoidant attachment styles actually start to form. But the fact is, if you have this avoidant attachment style, no matter how great of a woman you are, he will 
push you away. Now, number two is what I encounter the most, which is highly successful women coming to me at the top of their career, right? At the top of their business, all the things and total catch, you know, attractive, all the things, but yet the men are pushing them away. Why is that? Well, because they are a great girlfriend, so to say, right? They mean they read the wish of the lips of the man, right? Um, and they're compassionate and they're forgiving and they're all those things, right? They're maybe even great in bed, like all those things, like on all levels, right? Intellectually stimulating. However, there is an inauthenticity to it. And the inauthenticity is that I give to get. How do you see that? Well, because you are valuing the man, you're putting the man on a pedestal, right? And you call yourself a good woman because you're like, you're not rocking the boat, you know, you're you're just so great and all the things, you never disagree with anything, you're never setting any boundaries. But that unfortunately also means like he doesn't, he you don't value yourself. And we always hand a man a resume, as I always tell you, that means he then learns to not value you. Look, the quality of man that you attract into your life is directly proportional to the relationship you have to yourself. So, so many women always ask me, Auntie, how come that this guy ended up with this bitch, right? And I'm like here and I under- I'm understanding him, I'm listening, I'm actively, you know, all the things, right? Well, it's because are you listening to yourself? You know, are you leaving the date a little earlier, right? Are you saying, you know what, I'm going to take the day off because I have to take care of myself. I want to journal. I take want to take a bath. I'm going to get a massage. I'm going to fill myself up. I'm going to eat healthy foods. Like I'm just focusing on myself, right? Or are you the one who are when you're on the date and the man is talking so much and it comes out of your ears and you feel so drained? Are you the one who's like, playfully but lovingly says hey you know what we could really get into this but let me digest what you just shared wow that's quite something you know are you willing right to be in your body and to bring the attention back to yourself right are you willing to take up space right are you willing to express your needs your desires right and then of course accordingly are you willing to set boundaries when they're not being met when your boundaries are being overstepped, right? When what the man says violates your values or your belief system. Are you going to say something? Is what you say, what you do, and what you think, is that in alignment, right? And if it's not, like, yeah, there is a chance that even though you are a good woman, you're not a good woman to yourself, and therefore he pushes you away. Now, this one, number one, is like a little bit more abstract. So stay with me. And that is this. You don't own your shadow. Okay. So what can happen is we're going to put this really good face on, on the first date, right? And like, you know, you're, you're maybe interviewing extremely well because you have a very sophisticated mask. And I mean this from a very loving place because I'm the first one to admit that that's the same for me, right? And so, you know, so you know how to present yourself, but you don't actually know who you are underneath. So then what happens is you go on a date, maybe even on several dates, because the man may be really attracted to you, all those things, right? But there is, there's just something you're holding back. There's something you're suppressing. 
and then it comes out sideways, right? So maybe you're suppressing that you are afraid to judge yourself to be selfish. And because of that, you're asking him all the questions, right? Or you laugh when the attention is finally on you, right? So you're like, every time when something happens, you just become uncomfortable. You leave your body. And over time, the man is noticing that, right? Like, it's like, that's kind of really strange. Like, you know, she's great, but there's something, I can't put my finger on it, that's like incongruent or something where she's holding back or something where she... I don't know. There's something that I can't fully trust. There's something that's incongruent. I don't know exactly what that is, right? But I know what that is. That's like, you're not owning your shadow. Now, what that would look like instead would actually be like, okay, let's say your worst fear is that somebody calls you selfish, right? Like risk that. And let's say somebody tells you you're selfish, right? Like, wow, you're really selfish or oh, you're really quite arrogant, you know, or you're really quite borderline, uh, whatever the case may be, right? That you get to actually own it, right? You get to take a deep breath in, <sighs> realize that we can all be like that, which is actually true. Everyone can be like that. Like, yeah, thank you. Thank you for noticing. You know, I thank you. I acknowledge that. You know, I appreciate that. You observe, you're very observant, whatever the case may be, and just really own it. And then, you know, what's going to happen is, he may even say, you know what, like, I can be sometimes a little arrogant too. You know what I mean? Because he's going to find it so refreshing and it's going to build so much trust and authenticity and transparency that he will want to return the favor. So try this out. So before we go into my bonus, which you don't want to miss, my question to you is, why do you think women push good men away? Because, you know, this is not just a one-way street, right? Goes both ways. So where have you seen women actually say, you know what, like, I, there's no good men out there. But then when actually good men come around, like, maybe you have a girlfriend, maybe you have a neighbor, maybe you have a friend, a sister, right? And you see this, maybe you have done it yourself. Comment below. I want to know, why do you think women push good men away? And for those of you who stayed until the very end, da, 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 the bonus is the man has a part conflict. Now. What happens, very similar to the archetypes, the energies we talked about, there is different quote-unquote parts. Now, parts work originally comes from NLP. Okay, so, and it says we have individualized parts inside of ourselves that have different agendas. So, there could be this part inside of the man that wants to have the deep, connected, long-term relationship, right? Is ready to go, right? Like, is a hopeless romantic, you know, really sees yourself himself with you, However, then there's this other part inside of him that's afraid of that very intimacy. Maybe he went through a horrible breakup, right? A horrible divorce, right? Like maybe even he lost a partner. Maybe he lost a loved one, right? Something happened where he is so terrified to risk to love again, right? Like he's afraid to get hurt again. He's afraid to get disappointed again. He's afraid to feel abandoned again, rejected again, helpless, powerless, right? So there could be so many different emotions that he's afraid he's going to feel again. And then when it comes to him meeting a good woman, unfortunately, because there's this parts conflict inside of himself, eventually he'll push you away. I know it's really sad, but that's the thing, right? And the best thing you can do is clean up all the parts conflicts that you have inside of yourself. 
right? So where are, do you have parts inside of yourself where you're afraid to get disappointed, where you're afraid to get let down, where you're afraid to be powerless and helpless? And can you open your heart over and over again despite that? Because that's essentially what you're asking of the man. Now, discover a powerful psychological trigger on how to make any man desire you by simply hopping over to triggerhisdesire.com or simply hop on over into the comment section, click that link in there. And if you haven't done so already, watch next. When a man deeply loves you, he will start saying these five things. Lots of love to you, ladies, and I will talk to you in the next video. Bye-bye.